0: You can support this work on Patreon.com backslash Chicho. C-H-Y-C-H-O. Aside from that, let's take a look at what we got in store for you today. Nice. Hi, everyone. This is Chicho. Welcome to my channel and welcome to another live stream. Today is August 15th, 2020. And uh, it's a movie club live stream we're going to talk about four movies that we decided to watch in the previous i guess that would have been our first movie club uh, video in terms of discussion goals we've done a couple of i think one video anyway regarding movies before maybe a couple of videos regarding movies before but we sort of kicked it off in the previous video uh, where we recommended videos and we did a poll and we ended up deciding to watch four movies and the four movies are let me I brought up the little posters for them we decided to watch in Bruges okay so that's one movie we watched and it was about three weeks ago that we decided on this so we're gonna talk about in Bruges we're gonna talk about there will be blood which is a fantastic fantastic movie they're all fantastic movies really right Uh, I just the reason I'm going fantastic fantastic because I just watched uh, there will be blood was the last one I had to Watch or rewatch because this would have been the fifth time I've watched it last night and it still blows me away. Reckner, how are you doing? Two amazing movies. Uh, it's an, in inanim <laughs> ding bobber. How are you doing? Uh Larry, how is life? Oh, yes, yes, my favorite topic. I love the film. There will be blood. Daniel Day Lewis is out. Outstanding, outstanding, but we'll talk about it, right? The third movie we're going to talk about is 2001 A Space Odyssey, right? And we can talk about it. I'm not going to say anything about it right now. And good morning, Lark. And good morning, uh, Lark. How are we doing? Right. You're in, in that. <laughs> Hilarious. How are you doing, mate? Doing well. Doing well, Flame. How are you? Randall how are you? And the fourth movie we're going to talk about is taxi driver okay and all four of them fantastic movies um, one of them was well we'll talk about it we'll leave that alone we'll g- we'll probably end up uh, by the time we wait until for everyone to roll in and uh, closing stuff so we'll probably spend about 20 minutes on each one right on a two-hour live stream uncharted days hey Chicho thought I thought I was uh, going to miss this stream but got work done early, awesome on Charter Days. I've been looking forward to this, right? Uh, It sort of kicked me back into watching movies because I've been going off on TV shows a lot and I haven't been watching as many movies as I have in the past. And uh, this movie club thing sort of got me watching four movies in a matter of three weeks, really, and I haven't done that for a while. And it felt amazing, right? From one spectrum to the other. Right, let me take these posters down and let me give you guys my little intro if you want to know who I am, what I'm doing, uh what we're doing really here. Uh, I do have a Patreon page, I do share the content on Patreon. Nikki, how are you doing? Man, the sound is effed up for me. I need to check uh, other streams. Hi, all is the sound messed up for you. It should be okay. I checked it this morning. I put headphones on this morning because I know. Couple of streams ago, Cheryl, how are you doing? How are you doing? And I'm uh, doing great, my friend. Awesome, awesome. Let me check this out. How's the sound for everyone, by the way, gang? Is the sound okay? Test, 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 test. No, I'm not plugged in. (laughs) That's why I can't hear it on this. Sound good for me? Okay. uh, Sound good for you guys? I unplugged the headphones. I'm going. What's going on? I can't even hear it. Sound is good. Okay. Okay, Absurdicon, how are you doing? Uh, Anakin, seven thousand. So I do share content on Patreon. If you want to support this work, Patreon is a fantastic way to support this project. I don't put anything behind paywalls. Share, share, like. Everything's Creative Commons. Okay, you can follow the work, and after you track this work for a while, and if you think this worth work is worth supporting, by supporting this work through funds. Patreon is a fantastic way to do so. We are live streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Chicho, C H Y C H O L I V E, Chicho Live. Okay. If you want to participate in the chat while we're doing these live streams, why this is going on, Twitch is where you want to be at. Okay, gang. I do announce these live streams 30 minutes before we go live on Elo Minds VK. Parler, Gap, and Twitter for now. Chicho, diet dog, how are you doing, it, bud? <sighs> okay, so if you want to follow the work, uh, see what else uh, we're sharing. I do announce certain things and share pictures of garden or whatever on those platforms as well as a patreon of course so everything goes to patreon almost everything goes to patreon if i'm retweeting something or something on a specific platform i'm not sharing it on patreon i consider that sort of to be more on the noise level i like to keep the noise factor down a fair bit on our patreon page i want to make sure it's the meat of everything because i don't want to overwhelm people that uh, know introduce more noise into people's lives i know people if you're supporting this work through patreon i know you know what this is all about and i very much appreciate it and i don't want to overwhelm you so if there's any recommendations all of you guys that are supporting through patreon uh, you have you want me to do more i will okay Uh, just putting that out there we will be uploading the audio for this discussion i got my little palm mic set up here to soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash chicho c-h-y-c-h-o and the audio should be available on your favorite podcasting platform including spotify we just sort of set things up a couple of weeks ago to make that happen as well okay and we will be uploading this video to youtube and BitChute okay and if you want to support this work through youtube and Bitroot uh, liking sharing and whatnot is a fantastic way to do so including commenting and if you're on youtube Joining YouTube membership is also a great way to support this project. Okay. Aside from that, welcome, welcome to a movie club live stream. Are you guys excited? Are you guys excited? I, I decided to finish the movies that I was watching with a bang. So I watched There Will Be Blood last night. I wanted that to be in my mind. I really loved that movie, by the way. Uh, uncharted days chicho how are we nominating this the next set of videos i was planning on doing it in this stream but there's no way we'll have time right so i set up another stream two days from now so tomorrow we're going to do a uh, relationship live stream i believe and on uh, the next day monday we're doing Uh, no no sorry we got three more streams coming up after this one we're doing a comic book reading tomorrow relationships monday and we're doing a movie stream recommendation again for the next set of videos on tuesday so that's when we're going to recommend more videos okay i hope everyone can make it uh absurdicon what are what are what all have we watched so far i watched all of them beside these four we are doing today i've only watched uh, these four videos in the last three weeks hello chicho great lasagna how are you doing can't wait to talk about my favorite movie 2001 okay gang should we start our discussion what movie should we talk about first great lasagna started it so should we open up the open up the floor talking about 2001 first right i think we should because great lasagna brought it up right good morning folks catholic traditionalists how are you doing i drink your milkshake (laughs) Drainage, drainage. I love that movie. I love that movie, Larry. Like, I love that scene. Such a brilliant uh, but stellar scene. I drink your milkshake. I drink it right up. Oh okay, gang, let's talk about 2001. Everyone, cool with that? How we're about nine minutes in. Usually, we wait about 10 minutes for people to roll in, right? I'm assuming notifications went out i'm not 100 sure if they did or not let me show you well wait a couple of more minutes let me show you what snacks i got i got apple and tahini with honey okay it's a really good snack by the way and tahini with either maple syrup or honey is fantastic okay really good really good i got uh, crab apple liqueur then i got tea and water okay i haven't watched any been busy with work but i have watched taxi driver and there will be been a long time ago okay cool uncharted days so gang should we talk about 2001 should we talk about 2001 let's talk about this movie okay an epic drama of adventure and exploration in other words a complete mind F right what a movie now for me I'm just gonna give you my take on 2001 I've watched it I don't know how many times now I probably watched it from beginning to end twice only in one sitting it's this this time when i watched it i watched it's basically by the way it's got to be a given uh, if we're doing this we're talking about discussion there are spoilers in this stream if you haven't watched these movies uh, and if you don't want spoilers before you watch a movie don't listen to this (laughs) Video, don't participate in this live stream until you watch the movies. And if you're thinking about the live stream, the video will be up on Bit Shoot and YouTube later, so you got plenty of time to watch the movies. Okay, Major Shark, how are you doing? Shake, oh, I keep on forgetting. Is it shake or sharks? Shakes, Major Shakes. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Much love. Shake, shake, nice, nice, shake. Thank you very much for popping in. Catholic tradition. Lark and Kuberg developed the book and the screenplay for 2001 jointly, and about the same time. Very interesting writing approach. It was phenomenal. It's broken. This movie is basically broken down into three segments, right? Three, uh, four segments, right? And it gets sort of trippier and trippier with each segment, right? So there's really four parts. To 2001 that I could see and by the way 2001 A space odyssey is as far as I know about it, consider it it's one of the most talked about movies ever right there are videos online analyzing 2001 from each panel from each motion dialogue and they analyze the movie for hours right <laughs> so it's It's probably, I don't know, do you guys know this or not? Uh, Like, does anyone know this? Is 2001 the most controversial, most talked about movie in movie history? Absolute masterpiece, 2001 Space Odyssey, from the genius mind of Stanley Kubrick, yeah. A Clockwork Orange is another brilliant piece of work as well, for sure. Stanley Kubrick, the only movie I I believe that I haven't seen from Stanley Kubrick is Barton Fink. And i watched like 10 15 minutes of it i just wasn't in the mood to watch it uh, and i've never checked this out and i've never watched the shining from beginning to end right crazy i don't know why uh clockwork orange was a revolution to me as a young teenager was it rechner eduardo i've been wanting to watch eyes wide eyes wide Shut* is brilliant it's very good i we all wonder what are the scenes that Kubrick was not allowed or not able to put into the movie. Okay. Catholic Traditionist. The movie was intended to provide the amazing visual aspects while the book went more into detail on the science and explained more deeply what was actually happening. Really Catholic traditionalists. I didn't know this. And I've never read the 2001 book. Uh, so I at some point I think I need to read that book uh, it 2001 it's a ride really it's an amazing ride of human evolution and consciousness to a certain degree right and the the desire of humanity to explore in large part right and the at two, by the way have you guys seen 2010 it should not have been made as far as I'm concerned i've only watched 2010 once and when i watched it when it first came out in the 1980s i was like mm, i don't know they shouldn't have made it right barton fink wasn't that directed by the coen brothers oh is it barton fink uh, oh maybe barton i'm not thinking about barton fink i'm thinking about me and names um, what's that piece that he did yeah barton fink i think it is the coen brothers um what's that movie it's not barton fink uh stanley man me and getting the film i'm just checking it out uh film career film novel da, da da. i'm thinking about uh Barry Lyndon. I'm thinking about Barry Lyndon. I haven't seen Barry Lyndon. Sorry, gang. I better get that name right. Barry Lyndon. I haven't seen. Okay. I love eyes wide shut. Great performance from both Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Yeah. 2010 was made too soon, and go further. Uh, it's been ten years since 2010. Yeah, it's been ten. Years clark wrote a third book 3001 the final odyssey as well well so was 2010 based on uh the book uh continuation of the book so there was 2001 book and then 2010 book and then 3001 the shining barry lyndon i haven't seen that as well cool sorry 3001 was a fourth book 2061 odyssey 3 was a third book wow, 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 I didn't know this. So there's four books in the series, in the 2001 series, and 2001 kicks it off, Catholic Traditionalist. So have you guys seen 2010, and how many thought it was a good movie and it was true to the original source? Yes, four books in the Space Odyssey series. Have you read all four Catholic Traditionalists? if so i'm really curious about 2010 if it's yeah, if you say it's worth watching i will watch it since i just just watched 2010 uh, 2001 uh, so maybe with fresh eyes older eyes wiser eyes i'll have a different perspective on 2010 now nah, i really need to watch it 2010 it was a struggle but i haven't tried to watch it recently yeah cheryl n- neither have i never even really considered rewatching 2010. i've watched 2001 i don't know how many times again most of the times i fall asleep through the movie and i had to watch 2001 in three sittings i couldn't maybe because i was just doing so much uh, i was tired and you know uh, sleepy and whatnot in two thousand and one, the soundtrack for it absolutely brilliant, just the noise yeah, right just the build up it's just hypnotic, absolutely brilliant a two thousand and one is an experience I wouldn't really call it a movie. I would call it a psychedelic experience personally. I was not impressed with any uh with anyone other than two thousand and one really, okay. Wait a second, any other, with any one other than 2001? So Catholic traditionalists, there's only been 2001, 2010. They haven't made the other two or shorts of them or anything, have they? Arthur Clarke has other works that are much better than 2001 Sequel. Oh, you're talking about the books. Okay, okay. Okay, okay i'm gonna be unpopular for this but i didn't like 2001 Uh, elder god did you end up passing out through the movie i know i i had to do it in three sittings like it and again it's not a movie in terms of uh you know a hero's journey type of story movie i think 2001 to me is is an experience lark bark originally stanley kubrick was going to direct uh, Schindler's list but handed over to Steven Spielberg instead and the other film uh, a I oh the AI was going to be directed by Stan oh, I would have loved to see that one Stanley Kubrick as well and uh, the other film I was going to uh, going to be directed by Sir Kubrick but instead directed by uh, Steven Spielberg and AI was going to be directed by Stanley Kubrick when instead directed uh, do the passing of Stanley prep, I would have loved to have seen Stanley Kubrick's AI. Uh, Steven uh, Spielberg, I am not a fan of just for the record, but we're talking about 2001. Luckily, I was able to watch it. Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey Lark. To too many names in that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Lark was looping sorry about the time which I tend to text fast no worries no worries I tend to uh, write I tend to write emails fast and then I tend to read slow sort of try to anyway uh, take it all in right as far as 2001 Space Odyssey okay what did you take away if you've seen it as the ending of the movie, because I think 2010 tried to explain it, but it wasn't to my satisfaction if I remember correctly. So as the ending, there's a lot of discussion, and I've watched a video a long time ago analyzing 2001 talking about the birth and rebirth and death of representing humanity and consciousness and stuff like this. It was very confu- it was very confusing that's why it's, i think it's one of the most talked about movies because there's so many people that have so many different interpretations of 2001 and there's a by the way there's a series someone did a series of uh, interpreting 2001 and they put out like hours of video of 2001 it starts off at the beginning with the uh, on earth with the uh, two tribes of, uh, they're not Neanderthal, but they're, uh, what do you call it? Monkeys, I guess, but not monkeys of uh, conflict and the appearance of the 2001 uh, sometimes called the first major sci fi movie to deal with transhumanism. Really? deal with transhumanism I didn't know that and it blows me away that 2001 was made in 1968 the cinematography and the way they made it appear of the gravity shifting right absolutely brilliant brilliant oh my god I love Space Odyssey (laughs) mr. top ramen yeah so good so good so it's the first sci-fi movie to deal with transhumanism why would they consider it transhumanism transhumanism to me is the merging of biology and technology but to me maybe that would be true if it was dealing with ai speci- specifically in the third segment right with hal even the video the meaning of 2001 didn't help it was too too hippie for me to understand the movie. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one, The Meaning of Two Thousand and One. I, I just seen one video s- segments of it where it's a YouTuber just analyzing Two Thousand and One. Up like just crazy, right? Stanley Kubrick, look. Stanley Kubrick originally was supposed to direct both. Shouldn't <laughs> Lark, I think we we got the idea that sums it up correctly. That sums it up correctly. So he was supposed to direct Schindler's List and AI, Catholic transhumanism, the belief or theory that the human race can evolve beyond its current physical and mental limitations. So it doesn't necessarily have to be transhumanism, merging of technology and biology that's one way i never really thought about it that way i always thought about transhumanism merging of biology and technology so if you can go past beyond your current physical mental limitations so the use of entheogens could even be considered transhumanism if you're if you take it down that direction no Hal was misunderstood. Hal just needed a hug. Hal just, Hal just needed reassurance that he was not going to be terminated. Okay, cool. I tend to be a perfectionist. No worries, Lark. Being a perfectionist is not a bad idea. Bowman's rebirth as the star child can be seen as such an evolution. Oh, at the end. At the end was it a re? I guess it was a rebirth wasn't it I considered the, the ending more of a death the this side of the cycle of life to a certain degree where there was an interaction and the alien entity wanted to make sure that is it Bowman Bowman uh, had a full uh, life experience I never really thought about it as a rebirth but I guess uh, it could be interesting 2000 was confusing as, <laughs> like really I already surpassed Trent I already surpassed transhumanism I take steroids to surpass my human form you're amplifying your human form when you're taking steroids. You don't surpass it. Which, which is better, 2001 Space Odyssey or Blade Runner? Uh, I don't think you can make that comparison. They're totally two different movies. Uh, I think they're totally two different movies. 2001 Space Odyssey is has only one little segment in it with an AI that isn't... Uh, an android right it's a program specifically could help be considered the ego could Hal be considered the ego human human ego possibly because they're they they're all shocked that I forget what the what level of it uh, technology it was what they refer to them that version of Computers, right? That generation of computer had never ever made a mistake. So there was a discrepancy between what Hal did and what the Earth uh, sister tech was stating, right? Which was stating that Hal had made a mistake, and obviously Hal had made a mistake, right? (laughs) You're halfway there, (laughs) to Mister Top Ramen. Or funny, funny, or funny. It it it. it two thousand and one is a love and hate thing. I think you either end up loving it or you end up just hating it for the fact that it's l- looked upon so highly. I think Cheryl, beyond appreciating the role of sound soundtrack and the how IBM tie, I still can't get excited about two thousand and one the HAL as frankenstein's monster uh, allegory is kind of neat too but feels like a stretch given the other elements of the movie cool right well said to George lark computers don't make mistakes the programmer did see here's the kicker it can't be the program it had to be the computer so H- HAL had to be an ai because the same program in on earth that same uh, generation of tech was saying that there was no error in the equipment right so there was a discrepancy between the two programs that means there had to be something else that was in there if they were identical programs if they were identical programs then they would give the same result right unless there was catastrophic failure and that's what uh, the astronaut was checking they were trying to find out if there was catastrophic failure or not right so they had to shut him down but how did not agree catholic says how was programmed to deceive uh, paul and bowman this uh this in tension this is intention with how's perfection is what caused the breakdown ah true 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 because there was a secondary. Code on there saying that Hal had certain amount of information about the uh, their mission that was not conveyed to the astronauts. So Hal's mission superseded the astronauts' mission, and I guess that same program uh, module was not loaded on the program on Earth. So that could have been given the discrepancy between them. So Hal was trying to deceive them. Yeah. Okay, Catholic traditionalists. That's right. That's right. So he, the, as far as Hal was concerned, he was running the mission, and the astronauts obviously agreed on that. He was the key element in that mission, but the astronauts had not realized that according to Hal, they were disposable. Okay. A lot of people complained that 2001: Space Odyssey was too long for a film. Uh no, I did yeah, I know a lot of people complain about it because they pass out during a movie, which I tend to do, but the first couple of times I watched it, I didn't pass out. Can you summarize the movie for those who haven't seen it? kidding <laughs> 7,000. You got a few hours. It basically starts off with human beings on Earth uh, evolving from monkeys, basically, with an alien species encountering them coming to them and them developing tools and using tools and then it just goes straight into space right the football team I grew up rooting for they run out of on the on the field to 2001 space odyssey saying haha it is so freaking amazing awesome awesome bixie chicho are you interested in dangerous uh, are you interested in dangerous AI in media I recommend the movie Demon Seed oh I've heard about that movie probably the second best AI flick oh really link it up in our discord uh, Bixie better yet show up on Tuesday and recommend it in our movie club computers can't lie Uh, was it an outside influence ah it was a module that was there so my curiosity is why did Hal say that instrument had a error So was the module uh, creating problems in Hal's programming that was causing it to detect an error in the equipment? Or why? Why did Hal say there was an error that one of the instruments was gonna malfunction? Which I don't mind long films, no. Patrick, it's a tone poem by Strauss called also uh, Sprach uh, Zarathustra is it suppresses Zarathustra OP 30 Padre the song just builds and builds until the end when they run out the energy in the stadium gets absolutely electric always my favorite part of the game <laughs> even before the game starts is your favorite part of the game the energy must be amazing eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack for 2001 is absolutely brilliant. The soundtrack to 2001 is at par with the soundtrack as There Will Be Blood. The soundtrack for There Will Be Blood is one of the most amazing soundtracks ever. Ever. What's up, dude? I feel so uh, relived. I'm returning my lease car now. I don't have to worry about payments. Nice. femto. Nice freedom, freedom, extra funds, fantastic. Chicho, what remedies should I use for bad headache? Uh, first of all, drink water. A lot of people get a lot of headache because they're dehydrated. Okay, so if just drinking water and let the water go through you a little bit, right? So drink water, give it about half an hour, see if your headache eases. If not, it's muscles. Try massaging yourself, the back of the back of the head those are the two that i would recommend i kept checking in and out whilst i watched it i love the intro though yeah the intro was amazing and elder god yeah i s- i watched it in three settings man sure which was in turn inspired by nietzsche's thus spoke zarathustra nice catholic traditionalist so the soundtrack was inspired by is a is a poem by Strauss which was inspired by thus spoke Zarathustra man no wonder people analyze uh, 2001 to down to the minutes yeah it got me interested in reading Nietzsche. cool 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 very cool very cool so in terms of let's do a rating on this thing in terms of The four movies we watched. How many people consider 2001 to be their favorite? Elder God is on the side of his his least favorite. For me, it would be my second favorite. My favorite is uh, There Will Be Blood. Tahini and maple syrup. An apple is it gonna focus? There you go, nice, very delicious. Last of the four, we do last out of the four. Elder God, Lisa. I added honey, lots of honey. Honey and apple is really good, right? Honey and apple is fantastic. So I made this one... Uh, uh, I added a fair bit of honey to it. Ooh, I don't want it to fall on the keyboard. Come on. And... With maple syrup, it becomes thinner, of course, right? I give it two thumbs up. A Terminator in a space bunny. Gang, should we move on to the next movie? Any last words regarding 2001? So according to Catholic traditionalists, while the book 2001 is fantastic, the other ones were not uh, as good. And you guys have actually piqued my interest to watch 2010 again. Taxi driver? Let's talk about taxi driver. 2001 has exactly one joke in it. Does it have a joke? What's the joke? Graham, before we move on, what was the joke in 2001? What was the joke in 2001? I can't remember a joke in 2001. When he's trying to figure out how to use the bathroom. Ah, ha, 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 that's right, that's right. We're standing there reading these huge instructions of how to use the bathroom. Was that a joke though? Or was that just the science of it? Should we go to taxi driver? Let's do taxi driver. We're taking down 2001. It's meant to be humorous. (laughs) Stanley Kubrick's humorous. I guess it was considering the rest of the movie, right? Our three shells jokes. Uh, Three shells joke. Uh Oh, yes. Taxi driver. Another extraordinary piece of work. Let's do it. Gang. Taxi driver. Taxi driver what a movie what a movie there's so much in it right demolition man was anyone here able to see taxi driver in theater when it came out did i see it in theaters i can't remember when it came out no it came out in 1975 so i didn't see it in the theater i think it came out in 1975. are you talking to me are you talking to me Awesome. Robert De Niro in his best, really. Uh too bad. Uh very unfortunate what he has become. Right. Taxi driver and there would be blood. Two of the most uplifting feel-good <laughs> hit films of all time. <laughs> Maple Vine and <laughs> Taxi Driver is just phenomenal. 1976 it came out. Okay, cool, cool. Funny. That was three. Yeah, I didn't see. I saw um, Apocalypse Now in the theaters Wow what an experience but that's for another day so Taxi Driver what are your takes on Taxi Driver is it about uh, reaching the brink of insanity and coming back is it about trying to find purpose in life is it a political statement for sure it is to a certain degree is it a social statement for sure is it a just a human statement is it about relationships, pushing the boundaries a little bit too far, making sure that uh, you do not make people feel uncomfortable to a level where they fear you, right, or fear the situation? Because there was that situation as well in Taxi Driver where Robert De Niro takes uh, the, I forget her name, the actress name or the character's name, when he takes her to the movie theater, movie theater, right? He crossed the boundary, right? And he wasn't aware of the feelings of the person he was interacting with, which is something that we see huge problems with in our society, uh, where people cross the line, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally, where they don't have the other people's, feelings emotions uh, or they're not considering it right how their behavior is gonna uh, make the other feel right Eduardo oh my god watching apocalypse now in the theater must have been amazing it's one of my favorite Eduardo I got a story to tell about apocalypse now and being able to watch it in the theater but we'll leave that alone for another time Absurdicon, I'm very curious how it felt in the 70s when it came out The main character was probably a horrifying new concept at the time, while today the main character is someone who is much more common. Mm -hmm. Absurdicon would would he have been a horrifying character? I don't know. I don't think so. Look at uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon by Al Pacino came out in 1960s, right? And it's got a lot of similarities between taxi driver and dog Day afternoon by the way gang is an amazing movie as well right spider-man how are you doing hey I'm here I just have to lurk cuz I'm packing spider-man brother take care of your move you're doing a move in two weeks we're happy to entertain you (laughs) have the stream going uh, to keep you occupied keep it fun the packing anyway the cinematography, especially at the beginning, is very cool, long shots, long shots, beautiful shots, right? And that scene in the hallway with Taxi Driver has been mimicked multiple times in multiple action movies. Oh, Betsy, that's right, that's the girl's name. Thanks, Cheryl. Lark, oh my God, there's so many skeptics and <laughs> analysis on Taxi Driver. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as much as 2001, but there's a lot of them, right? Social alienation and the consequences is clearly a primary theme in taxi driver. I think it's all there's a Catholic traditions, so I agree 100%. And there is also the brink of madness, right? This person came out of the military when he went into the military, he was broken, and then came out of the military and he didn't know how to interact with society, right? He, he started seeing everyone as the enemy, right? And he just needed to take out one enemy, to feel sane again. Shepherd. That's right. I think. I think it's not Sir. It's Shepherd. Something Shepherd. I forget her name. Sybil Shepherd. That's right. Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Damn! Beat me to it. Uh I got kicked off all the way to the top. Pooper. Scooper please Betsy in taxi driver yeah uh, maple violent fine yeah for sure Catholic tradition is the contradiction between the isolation and life in the big city yeah huge huge Catholic says how are you I don't feel like I've uh, seen you while civil Shepherd. Attica 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 and that's uh, from Dog Day Afternoon. What a movie! What a movie! Taxi Driver almost killed the president. Yeah, he needed he needed to find an enemy and take somebody out, right? Why not someone that was challenging his existence, really, um, or con- showing the contradictions? crazy busy lady da, da, da. yes taxi driver has dynamic cinematography uh, Graham, chicho i don't know if you guys talked about it but i missed the 2001 discussion so i'm gonna link a video in film about the scene in 2001 with the russian scientist okay for sure Graham. that'd be awesome actually that'd be awesome absurd chicho i'm not familiar with dog day afternoon to me watching taxi driver was like looking into the life of an incal uh, which became much more widely known in recent years. Um, what I call, uh, I don't know, Serticon, of maybe, I, I'm not, I don't like the term, I don't, I don't even know how to use it, incal, sal I really don't like it because it's putting people in a box, right? I think there's a lot of mental issues associated with being isolated, being uh, shunned, uh, not understood with by society because everybody's busy right to a certain degree oh that's right out of love for jodie foster too yeah jodie foster fantastic fantastic male masculinity versus feminine for me elder god says with a touch of insanity male masculinity versus feminine feminism for me with a touch of insanity cool cool padre i think a theme that struck with me is that all these characters try to reach reach each other but just cannot relate at all almost every conversation between all the characters all of them trying to connect but all of them failing to break through uh to one another yeah Yeah, there was a lot of that. And there was a lot of everybody's bubble, right? This person was talking about this, but they were looking at it from their own perspective. Like when they're in the diner where one of the other taxi driver gets up and says, oh, take a look at this. This is a tile something of this actor, famous person and this... It's over here and he offers us to Robert De Niro and says, hey, if you sell this, you can keep half of it and give half to me. And Robert De Niro is like, what What in the world are you talking about? Like, This is like so alien to him that like the, the, his politest reply was, uh, I'm not interested, right? Because it's just not at all what the world he lives in, right? So that's a great, uh, as Maple Violentine says, great point, positive, great point. The only person really was the taxi driver that was uh, doing it for 20 years and everyone kept on, the one who kept on telling stories and people listened to him and Robert De Niro pulled him out and said, you know, I want to talk to you. And that person was aware. That's the only moment really that you see. Uh, well, there's a couple other moments as well with the interaction between robert de niro and jodie foster where they understand each other but one of the first ones was the the older taxi driver when robert de niro is you can tell he's in distress he's he's about to lose it and the guy all he says he starts talking at a random (laughs) just to calm him down and it works because at the end robert de niro says I really don't know what you're talking about, uh, but thank you. And that distress level is gone from him, especially when he came out of the the cafe where he looks at that um, the black guy that had come out with the hat, and he looks at him like that was a brilliant scene, by the way. What a scene! Robert De Niro just standing there eyeing the guy down, right? And the other place would be. Obviously Robert De Niro and Betsy Sybil uh Shepherd, right? Where Robert De Niro, they're having a good time, but their conversation is not linked to each other. Sybil Shepherd is just to her, Robert De Niro is an unknown. And Robert De Niro is just loving the interaction because he's he can finally talk to someone openly without being judged, right, in a kind way. But Robert De Niro, they they don't really understand each other because he takes Sybil Shepherd to a movie, right? And Sybil Shepherd was willing to go for the ride because he, she found it interesting. But Robert De Niro really crossed the line, right? Even because he didn't really understand that he crossed the line. He thought this was normal because he'd seen couples there, right? Catholic traditionalist Padre agreed. People uh, everywhere and yet so many isolated from one another Padre, the older taxi driver gives him great advice but our main character just is totally living in another reality yeah cheryl i think he only wanted to assassinate the candidate in revenge for uh, betsy uh, spurring his advances advances upon advances upon advances the quantity of returned flowers uh, stashed his apartment gave him gave me anxiety to be honest yet when we when he burns the flowers before heading out to the rally it indicates a turn did anyone else catch the fresh flowers in the background of that scene maybe indicating a new mission to save iris oh i didn't catch that cheryl there was a part where it was a little disturbing where you saw the flowers on the ground where the camera is panning the flowers on the ground and it shows the bed frame and sounds and then it cuts to another scene and then I think after that comes where he's cut his mohawk goes to the rally and stuff like that uh, so that part was disturbing but I didn't catch the the next mission with iris oh man now I gotta watch it again or try to track down that scene and for sure his was just revenge just to prove to Betsy that he was a man and he could he could be as great as the candidate right as important as that person maple violent thrine to me it's interesting that throughout the film Travis directs his anger at all the wrong things race women sexuality etc he finally directs his anger towards someone who's actually in charge of the reins of power but he does so without any analytical understanding of that so it's just a sort of nihilism instead of righteousness is that the way you took it as nihilism i think what the the way i took it was he directed his anger to someone he understood right because his anger towards everybody else well when he was driving when the the candidate first gets into his taxi and he says oh you have any recommendations and he goes just it's a cesspool get rid of he doesn't understand any of this right but then when he has a conversation with the pimp and he he did a great job the actor with the pimp he understood him so he could direct his anger towards him he understood that that was a vile creature was no doubt in his mind right so i didn't see him as nihilism i did see the righteousness though he was trying to be righteous he was sincerely trying to be a good human being right Oh, chat kicked me up again let's see absurdicon absurdicon chicho he was extremely misunderstood but the things he says on his date with betsy are just creepy that entire relationship between them was extremely uncomfortable indeed right travis was clearly an unstable person and instead of seeking help he snaps in the worst ways possible he's not a good guy or a hero at all he's an anti-hero uh the way i see it or at the end he becomes the anti-hero i think he, he he's going through insanity but i think taxi driver to me is the birth of the anti-hero, right? He may be a product of what's happened to him, but that doesn't excuse his behavior. Uh, to a certain degree of Serticon, I agree. He, when he, when Civil Shepherd cuts it, he needs to back away, step away. When he comes out of the theater, grabs Civil Shepherd's arm, that, to me, became extremely disturbing, right? So his conversation between Betsy and... Uh, robert de niro was a little uncomfortable because they really weren't talking about the same thing but it was going back and forward so there the line hadn't been crossed yet for me the line was crossed when sybil shepherd runs out of the movie theater and robert de niro comes and grabs her arm right there that is one of the most uncomfortable moments in the movie and then it builds from there Right when he goes into his, her work and curses her and stuff like that, and it becomes very uncomfortable for sure. Danger sometimes I wonder, will God ever forgive us for what we have done to each other? Then I look around and I realize God left this place a long time ago. We're talking taxi driver, yeah. I'm talking taxi driver. What's going on? That's that that looks like something I think that could be a script from Taxi Driver Robert De Niro saying it. Harvey Keitel was the pimp Harvey Keitel fantastic right Catholic tradition is to maple violent rhyme good point his rescue of iris can be seen as a form of redemption if so though it is a very imperfect form since he was motivated by a sense of desperate anger and frustration as much as any scene of nobility also notice his eyes in the mirror of the cab at the end it seems clear that the rage and perhaps madness is still there waiting to reemerge. really catholic traditions i took that the ending to be the rage the rage is gone right and i think the rage disappeared from him when he tried to blow his own head off at the scene at, when he rescues iris to me the ending of the insanity was him going like this and he finally when the cops come he just goes like this with his finger to me that was the end of his insanity and that was a rebirth to me of the more calm taxi driver that he's he he's living his life in a sense that he's accomplished something meaningful right because he had the f- the letter framed on his wall so to me that was the rage from him was gone at the end that's the sense i got lark Bark, the scene and i don't know if anyone remembers but where martin scorsese a character sits in the back seat talking to travis uh, bickle suppose a uh, travis bickle is having a conversation with himself in that scene, is that the the husband that's staking out the wife that's talking about the Magnum, assuming that it's not a dream scene? Supposedly, ah, yeah, it was cool to see Javier Cartel as a pimp. Yeah, and Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro and Ivy Cartel have worked a lot together. Travis seems to me. To be desperately searching for a meaningful life, so in a way opposite to nihilism attitude. I agree. I agree with Tab. I don't consider him nihilist at all. I think he's trying to find meaning. He's trying to do good, but he just doesn't know how. Right? It's like it's like those who have never had uh, proper parenting don't know how to be a parent. Right? Travis Becker getting aggressive by grabbing betsy oh okay okay that part yeah i agree with that i guess my reading is just that he constantly misses the mark in what is causing the um and isolation that the social order creates for sure he is confused he's one confused sob right constantly towards specific problems instead of um, indicating the social order as a whole yeah correct chicho. deep-fried belly pork thank you for the twitch prime sub have you already talked about two? we already deep-fried uh, belly pork we already talked about 2001 it was the first one we talked about <laughs> But you can drop things about 2001 if you want to if you want to bring it up right but the focus will be taxi driver and then the next ones but we can definitely you know any of the movies is okay to drop comments on he was able to process all of his trauma by rescuing Jody and killing the pimp after that uh, after that it just does seem the world does not seem to bug him as much anymore that's the way I see it as well Padre I think he killed his anger by almost killing himself right That husband scene, Travis Becker, is having a conversation with himself while nobody's sitting in the back seat. Ch-ch-ch. Oh God, I can't remember it now. I can't remember it now. Chicho, I agree with you. He's very much an anti hero and he's fallen into insanity. But I don't know if I agree with you saying he's magically cured after his attempted suicide. To me, at the end. It looks more like Travis is in a coma, and his brain is fantasizing about being hailed a hero for killing those pimps. He was a vigilante, indeed. There was no reason for him to be hailed a hero, and there was no reason for Betsy to come visit him after the way he treated her. Uh, here's the thing with Betsy: uh, Betsy's character was attracted with power f- to power right to to a certain degree i'm I'm calling it power, but there's a certain uh, character that was there that was existent between the uh, Nero and the person that was running for president, right They had a mission right they had a cause, and they were willing to sacrifice everything for it right so I think Betsy played true to the to the role I think it was written very well, where she comes and visits him because she's interested in experiences, and now she understood that the Nero was not an evil person, was not a threat this was not uh, at the time he was, but she saw him in a different light as a savior, right that's the way I see it circle I agree he's dreaming he's dreaming man I wish I knew which part of the which part of the movie that is I need to uh, rewatch that scene again where, where when it occurs Padre he even gives Betsy a ride and she no longer has any power over him anymore <clears throat> whereas before she kind of had control over him he broke the spell she had over him yeah i agree roxa and i think it was him releasing his insanity his confusion about humanity really cheryl i was also irritated that scorsese ended with betsy dream or no elder god Uh, seeking out the hero it felt like a reinforcement or acknowledgement of righteousness (coughs) in his treatment of betsy at all ah so you talk you guys are talking about the last bit with betsy being a dream really Padre, I think it kind of has that coma feel to it because in a way, the old Beckle has died and now he's someone else. In a a way, he's living in the afterlife. Have you or will you be discussing, oh, discuss bad lieutenant. If we watch bad lieutenant, we will definitely discuss bad lieutenant. And what a fan! movie at par with taxi driver and uh, the professional Leon bad lieutenant is so good so dark so beautiful right Absurdicon Chicho that's an interesting take on Betsy and it's supposed to be why she she isn't interested in that guy that works at the political movement agreed right he he's at the same level as she is. So she's not interested in that. Right? They're just friends. I haven't seen Taxi Driver on top of my list or oh you gotta see Taxi Driver. Watch it. It's pretty good. Very good. Rocksack. <clears throat> Eligot, Cheryl. He only sees her in the mirror. Never da, 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 never directly. I think she would never see him again after their Earlier events, so you think that was a whole dream sequence, Elder God? Really? No, but when she gets out of the taxi, he sees her, so it's not only in the mirror, she gets out and says, How much? and he just smiles and drives away. So, I don't think that was a dream sequence. You guys think it was a dream sequence? I didn't take it like that at all I kept on hearing about that too that Betsy was a dream Wow one would hope but the reinforcement is there nonetheless if it was a dream sequence I wish they made it a little bit more clear I wish they didn't show her getting out of the car standing beside him I wish they showed it just from the back how much is that and then him smiling and then her getting out. Lark. Oh my God. Bad Lieutenant Starving, uh, starring Harvey Keitel and directed by uh, Abel Ferreira. Leon. Leon, my favorite film. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, for sure. And yes, I love Leon, the professional. Gary Oldman is an outstanding actor and uh, directed by Luck Benson. Luke Benson. Absurdicon. Chicho the main reason I think Travis is in a coma at the end is because he gets shot in the neck during his raid on the pimps this seems like it would be really hard um, injury to walk away from and it definitely seems like it could put Travis in a coma well he was in a coma but it came out so there was newsprints. so you think that whole ending is a dream sequence I didn't take it like that at all. But he didn't get shot. He got shot in the neck, but you could see the bullet. It was opened. The wound was open. So the bullet didn't go through. It got stuck. It. uh, What do you call it? Not ricocheted, but cut him, right? That's the way I saw it. Gary Oldman constantly pushed character creative yeah yeah I don't think it was a dream sequence I think it was just closure I think it was just closure that's the way I see it Catholic traditionals for what it's worth Paul uh, um, Schrader the screenwriter has stated that he intended the end of the movie to represent somewhat of a loop back to the beginning with Travis Travis's rage building anew ah as with all art though the viewer can and should seek meaning beyond that which was directly intended by the artist as a big believer in the importance of redemption i quite like interp- uh, interpretations that see a happier ending such as it such as it is than the one i interpreted wow okay cast okay, Tradition, i didn't know that and there's a thing that maybe robert de niro acted in a way to give it closure He didn't act in a way to show the rage because I really didn't see the rage at the end. I'm going to watch the ending again just to see if I pick up on anything else. Catholic traditionalist, the epilogue is not a dream sequence. It's just a restarting of the movie. Okay, cool. So it's a loop, you're saying. I've always felt that the last frame could be spliced to the first frame and the movie started all over again. Paul Schrader. Oh, so that's what he said. Man, now I got to watch the ending and the beginning of Taxi Driver because it starts off with him driving, the sequences, right? I just noticed movies use a lot of milk references in the movies. (laughs) There will be blood. Pass through, though and though. What is your view of the film Ninth Gate? Ninth Gate, Ninth Gate, Ninth Gate. Uh, I've seen it. I just can't remember which one it is. That's the horror one. I, I gotta. I need a refresher of which one that is. Unpopular opinion. I thought Joker was better than Taxi Driver. No, I, I disagree, Padre. I like the Joker, but I think Taxi Driver had something else. And even if even if they were at par, Taxi Driver, in my opinion, would supersede uh, Joker because Taxi Driver came first by three decades, four decades, four four and a half decades. Sure, I definitely had to process how my perceptions and emotions changed from when I first watched this in my early 20s until now. Especially tied to Betsy again, Iris's rate, Iris's age, and issues associated with PTSD, particularly how Vietnam era veterans were were not supported um, appropriately. Excellent movie, but. Whew lost to process lost to process i agree then the relationship between betsy and uh, de niro that had you at, at the edge right really uncomfortable when he goes in and just lets it loose on betsy just imagine how many people in real life right women in real life had, have experienced that right and how we see that in the movie as the man doing this and how insane that man looked and how vulnerable Betsy looked, right? And just imagine if this situation had occurred somewhere where there's no one else around, how far would have that gone, right? That's one of the main takeaways I think we should have from this movie as well, that we should not cross that type of boundary specifically as a male ever ever right those eyes were mad at the as at, at the end of oh. Chicho. chico i took that whole ending as a dream sequence it simply seemed to be too good for the reality that the rest of the movie gig gives us it's extremely dark and it's showing travis's descent into madness and reminds us multiple times that travis is not a good guy why would Travis then be rewarded with a happy ending uh, I, I have a I have a friend that has quoted this before multiple times and it took me a while to process when I first heard it good things happen to bad people right good things happen to bad people now I disagree that Travis was You're you're saying Travis is not a good guy I agree with that but I don't think Travis was a bad guy Travis was insane, okay, and that was a product of our society, right, especially coming out of, because we don't know, at the the beginning when he goes to uh, apply for the taxi uh, job, right, where the guy is sitting, oh, uh, he says I'm a Marine, The, the guy, the dispatch guy, not the dispatch guy, but the manager guy says, oh, I was a Marine too. And he tries to get a little bit of info out of Robert De Niro, but Robert De Niro just brushes it off. So we don't know what took place, right? They don't try to justify who Travis is uh, based on his history. So um, there's a lot of unknowns there. Any guys, if you don't already know, don't follow women. Cheryl, well put. Any guys, if you don't already know, don't follow women don't stake out women and don't really track anyone that is ending a relationship with you may it be male or female by the way and this goes both ways there are women who also stalk men right but it's not as threatening as men stalking women right never ever 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 go there unless you want to be considered insane okay that's a very interesting way to look at it, uh, Pazra says regarding Catholic traditions. Night Gain is Roman, Pulas- Roman Polanski about. I would have to look it up, uh, Deep Fried Belly Pork. <sighs> right? I'm going to scroll down, gang, because we've got to move on to the next movie. We need, we need enough time to talk about these things another interesting thing i noticed as the movie goes on travis's hair gets shorter and shorter till he shaves it into a mohawk for his assassination attempt ah i think a mark on the good work of art multiple times milk makes you badass lark well according to the director travis survived the shooting shootout and chances are good he's going to erupt again in the last second of the film travis looks into his rear, rear mirror and sees his old own wild eyes looking back oh i gotta look that again we get one last glimpse of his insanity churning under the surface and there's suddenly a harsh strange note on the soundtrack as travis adjusts his mirror and looks away from his reflection according to scorsese quote i decided i put something on that show that the timer and Travis starts to tick again. The bomb that's about to explode again. End quote. Wow, wow. Do you think the COVID thing? <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna uh, nice, um, Mira. We talk about the stuff in other streams, gang. Let's move on to a lighter movie. In Bruges. Let's go to In Bruges. Lighter compared to Taxi Driver. Lighter. It is a lighter. Last soundtrack by Bernard Herman. Oh, we got a fly kicking around. Hello, friends. Envious, how are you doing? Hello, Chicho. How are you doing, good, Envious? Welcome, welcome. Lots of love, lots of love. Okay, no problem. In Bruges. Yay, in Bruges. What a great movie. What a great movie. And it is a feel good movie. It is a feel good movie, right? In a weird kind of way. In a weird kind of way. In Bruges is an analogy for Christianity. No, is it? I don't know. I didn't take it that way at all. I know this movie. Nice. A lighter movie. No. (laughs) If you consider assassins and kid being killed in the crossfire, lightest movie of the world you have here. Seriously. (laughs) Much love. Much love. Nice by the way uh nice uh if you if you want to go to my YouTube channel, I have a whole playlist on what you asked about okay and after that, those videos we didn't load on the last one we didn't load anymore on youtube they're on bit shoot okay because of censorship <laughs> laugh out loud in bruise is funny and good, also dark comedy as well dark comedy dark comedy and very uh very spiritual movie where it shows us that one mistake of the choices we make in life that take us to right one mistake could be the death of us right that we cannot reconcile in our minds of what took place right yeah who does not like bruce in winter (laughs) Funny <laughs> Roman Catholicism was well represented. Really, what did those Catholic traditions think about this? Envious. Oh, I just saw the other movies you talked about in the title. Interesting selection of movies. I must rewatch the rest. Yeah, yeah, they're all four of them were phenomenal movies. Uh, Brandon Gleason was brilliant in the movie. Which movie are we at we're in this one in Bruges sorry for the gas no worries no worries crafter this one we've already talked about 2001 and taxi driver and we're talking about in Bruges I've subscribed to your YouTube we will talk later okay nice money and by the way all the discussion of what you asked about when we do live streams they will be loaded on Bitshoot only so if you want to follow uncensored chicho bit shoot is where you want to be at because everything that gets loaded on youtube gets loaded on bit technical difficulties permitting and almost everything is now bit shoot is getting more funding it's more stable it's it's growing like mad so i doubt if there will be uh the technical difficulty is going to reduce right so everything that we load on youtube will be loaded on bit shoot plus more is going to be loaded on the okay just letting you know uh, my mice go to our discord page and link it up there we have a, we have a folder for what you want to talk about okay in bruges gang what a movie and what an amazing person this guy in the this guy was right the main character right An assassin with a conscience that in his first appearance made a mistake that ended his life right even at the end he was trying to save the life of the person that killed him and by the way I'll ask this because it's still up in the air since we talked about the ending of taxi driver does he die at the end my take is yes because he says I tried to stay alive and stuff like this Bruges was basically predatory for the young assassin predatory for the young assassin absolutely great actor performance for sure great performance Wow 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 played by the talented underrated Colin Farrell indeed one of the phenomenal actor phenomenal actor purgatory I was reading that predatory murder was basically purgatory for the young assassin yeah yeah that's a good way of looking at it elder god so where did he transcend? tris did he go into heaven or hell <coughs> it feels like Carl Farrell really liked the role movie yeah he often plays very bad but in this movie he is so I th- does he play really bad I don't know everything I've seen of Carl. Colin Farrell he's been awesome like uh, I believe Colin Farrell played the bullseye in the Daredevil movie the Daredevil movie sucked right with uh, what's his name the dingling <laughs> I forget his name but I believe Colin Farrell was uh, uh, he played bullseye Ben Affleck yeah yeah Ben Affleck uh, not good Colin Farrell Daredevil fantastic right did he die I'm assuming he died Elder God very bad movie his last statement was past tense his last statement was past tense so I was assuming he died Daredevil uh, Netflix series phenomenal cornfield blah blah blah. I still think that uh, Brendan Gleason was a standout actor in the movie. <laughs> he was, he was phenomenal, such a loving character and a cold hearted murderer, right? That felt it was just a job, right? Apart from the accidents in the wells. Uh, there wasn't much blood and there will be blood oh nice there was there was lots of it lots of it there will be blood is the closing statement of the movie with the final scene we'll talk about that later but i'll say it now where daniel day lewis turns around and shallantly says i'm finished and the music kicks in, ta Catholic traditionalist, Cheryl. Catholic traditionalist. Yes, he was. My favorite, for the char- my favorite for the character is when he thought to drop the coin to clear the path before the big splat. Yeah, and here's the thing, Cheryl. When he dropped the coin, I was like, oh, he's clearing the path. But I think that was sort of, a certain degree a mistake on his part as well sort of reflecting his life right because what if people were went to pick up the coins right he dropped them and then there was a pause and what if some people went to pick up the stuff right I sort of took it a little too far I think his intention was there but it was a mistake as well to a certain degree maybe he should have dropped his gun something else Bruges is one of the most Catholic places in Europe is it Elder God I didn't know that the score was amazing really Al? I don't think that that is true is it I I haven't been uh, to Bruges, so I don't know Catholic traditionalist uh, to Chicho and Cheryl exactly the tension between his character as a killer and his character as a kind caring individual interested in redemption was wonderfully portrayed wonderfully portrayed what like really it, all the characters were endearing including the little little guy right the american <laughs> dwarf midget as called for refers to him right the little people right the little man even he, even the prostitutes were endearing it was incredible even the their boss had a sense of uh, honor to him right his code there's a lot of Catholic places in Europe Chicho I don't think that it is yeah I don't know Bruce elder God stop telling us lies (laughs) but there was a by the way in the movie it shows it very Catholic stuff they go to all these Catholic buildings and they see some of the brutality uh, the depiction of the church and the tortures and, and, the, and the murals are supposed to be representation of the redemption of the church trying to reveal what was, what was done and whatnot. So there was, a, there was a serious overtone of Catholicism. I don't know if it's Catholicism, but religion, Christianity on there, right? So I think that's w- one thing that uh, Elder God, what he said rings true. I put out a beach umbrella here because I knew the sun was going to shine, but I should have put the beach umbrella on this side to reduce the sunshine. I hope the brightness of Chicho is not bugging you guys, gang. I also wonder about the tie to putting coins in the box before lighting a candle. But again, oh, that could be a stretch donation give it a coin to light candle. possibly yeah i'd like to certain movies share I'll with you i'd like to try to connect as much as possible if if possible right obviously us human beings are pattern recognition machines so we go a little bit too far right just a little bit too far are you talking to me there's a vatican italy spain and poland yeah and Poland is very, very uh, Catholic. Architecture, yeah. They, and in the movie, they do show that a lot of architecture and the murals and stuff. Ralph Finnis is also a great actor, phenomenal. He did such an amazing job. Such an amazing job. It's gothic, neo gothic. Do you have a motorbike? No by the way for the people who like movie soundtracks the one from in Bruges is definitely a good one to listen to now all these four movies had amazing soundtracks by the way amazing I think that's has to be a must for a movie to be amazing that if doesn't if uh, there's movies you watch where the soundtrack is just just doesn't go with the movie it just takes away from the movie I have a student that says, with the Star Wars movies, even when they're walking, it's dramatic music. It's ridiculous, right? They visit an art gallery with three paintings of people being punished for their sins. Yeah, and that was a brilliant scene, by the way, where they're showing the murals, the paintings. It's just like whoa, sure a lark. More than once, he looked way too much like uh, Voldemort. Mort, I couldn't get past it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't help having Brendan Gleason and Clemens Posey as a major character. I think in Bruges, uh, you can always watch while Taxi Driver needs a lot more of attention. Yeah. In Bruges is something you could watch uh, as a group, right? You can have popcorn and talk and stuff like this. Taxi Driver, not the same, not the same. And then when space it comes, that requires even more from the viewer, so much more. Envious chicho, absolutely. I love listening to movie soundtracks. Absolutely, Catholic traditions, interesting. The coins that Gleason dropped from the top of the tower were like the same coins that he attempted and failed. That's right, failed to use to buy admission to the tower earlier in the movie. I didn't make that connection. Catholic traditions, indeed. Ah, excellent, excellent. Excellent. Envious. It adds so much to the movie, so much to the movie soundtrack. Was there? A, you should do a discussion stream on uh, Guillermo del Toro films. Pan's Lan- Lambeth is one of my favorite. Uh, Ducky MC Quacks. On Tuesday, we're going to do a movie stream where we make movie recommendations and we're going to vote on them to see what the next three movies or four movies are going to be that we're going to watch that we're going to discuss in future stream, okay? Another round of movies after this? Yeah, Padre on Tuesday. We pick more movies and we'll list them, okay? So we're doing two movie club streams in this set today and on Tuesday. We do more. Harry Potter, Pan's Labyrinth, great movie by the way, Pan's Labyrinth, The Devil's Devil's Backbone, and Shape of Water, would be a cool discussion indeed. Maybe we should uh, watch some Italian horror if we want to continue the soundtrack Italian movies or Italian westerns, spaghetti westerns, fantastic soundtracks, right? I could watch Pan's Labyrinth again. Special movie, special movie. It's truly good. A lot of votes for Pans Lambert Hellboy 2 is honestly one of my favorites from uh, del Toro wow he did a fantastic job yeah Hellboy 2 gets too much hate in my opinion I love the owls okay okay I was okay with it but I have to watch it again maybe I'm surprised the devil's backbone is not more well known very interesting movie cool, cool, cool. I love that American scene I actually pissed my <laughs> yeah that was awesome <laughs> oh, oh, where you can't go up there <laughs> why not <laughs> such a good scene such a good scene makes them so human right so honest so endearing next time I hope I'll know the movies before the stream to really participate I watched in Bruges but that's a long ago uh, envious we have our stuff we list them right so Hellboy 2 was decent only del Toro film I don't really like in Crimson Peak I love Italian spaghetti gang should we go to the next movie let's go to the next movie let's go to the next movie there will be blood there will be blood I love Italian spaghetti westerns my favorite my favorite they gave birth to Clint Eastwood right Pan's Labyrinth is easy in my top three films of all time cool what other movies die martin mcdougall make i don't know ennio mas maracon rest in peace ennio is uh, the soundtracks for them great composer and mastro yeah i only know seven psychopath that was quite good ah. and later on the american cause issues for the characters such a classic there will be blood envious such a phenomenal movie i wouldn't saw there will be blood three times in the theaters in one week okay i think it was in four days or five days four days i think i wouldn't saw it three times in the theater in four days phenomenal twice by myself once with a couple of friends one friend maybe two friends there will be blood was entirely too much of a slow burn for me Powerful but slow. I love the pace on it. It calmed you down and then, I think it's got three of the greatest scenes. There's amazing great scenes, but if there's a top one hundred greatest scenes in movies, three of them would be in "There Will Be Blood." Absolutely brilliant. Can we start with the soundtrack? Insane, insane. And uh, the lead singer of radio had the soundtrack for that right I know it only came out uh, a year but should do midsummer at some point there's so much so much little things packed in that movie I haven't seen it oh that's the one with the psychedelic um, where they go to that cult I saw the trailer for it, it looked phenomenal it's a belgian movie or a scandinavian movie my favorite from ddl daniel day lewis i think i think i haven't seen every daniel day lewis but i've seen a few i think there will be blood is his favorite is is a masterpiece is his greatest performance ever absolutely brilliant chicho just got super hype yeah i love this movie man really i and i watched this again last night i want to to be the last movie I caught up on and last night was the fifth time I was watching it right I watched it three times in the theater one time a few years ago uh, and last night really not gang of New York's gangs of New York's I've seen half of it um, I, I should watch the whole thing I need to watch the whole thing I have to stop uh, but yeah it it didn't compare to There Will Be Blood. Daniel Day-Lewis was fantastic in Gangs of New York, but Gangs of New York was too uh, comedic for me. There Will Be Blood never broke character from what it was. There Will Be Blood didn't... It. it the whole thing is a masterpiece. One of my top 10 greatest movies of all time. Okay. i have like a 100 in my top 10 greatest movies of all time was inspired from opton uh sinclair's oil oh i don't know that and by the way for me there will be blood is a historical piece showing the birth of the evangelical christian movement and the oil industry how they're intermingled so it's very political for me as well okay do you think that the movie implicitly argues that people like the main characters are needed for human development no I don't think so for there will be blood I think Daniel Day Lewis in this might be the best performance by an actor ever on film a uh, brother maple violent uh, violet fine it's one of the top ten greatest performances of all time It without a doubt Al Pacino and Scarface is another one uh, my favorite Daniel De Lewis's film is probably the name of the father what a great movie the name of the father so nice what a great movie let's start from the beginning let's start from the beginning my oh my I too I believe there will be blood is slightly paying homage to uh, the great giant yeah I think so too Lark slightly right uh, giant was an amazing movie, but uh, the main actor, uh, anyway, Giant is an amazing movie, by the way. But There Will Be Blood is raw. Daniel Day-Lewis was quite good in Gangs of New York as well. I got to watch the whole thing. I didn't like the other characters in Gangs of New York, especially, uh, what's his name, the younger guy these streams need more than two hours now <laughs> oh, God, Paul Thomas Anderson made so many great movies too yes or else three there will be blood greater grounds of New York for sure even though I haven't watched all of gangs of New York there will be blood is and I wouldn't put just one greater 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 much much greater than Gangs of New York ever seen bone tomahawk with Kurt Russell yeah there's another fantastic actor love everything so yeah bone tomahawk Wow what a movie Uh, another one is um, Western would be um, I forgot the name of the movie Um, I forgot was much deeper movie very deep yeah Gangs of New York I didn't find to be deep at all I found it very shallow comedic right there will be blood just really the was just a masterpiece. There I said it, agreed with Lark. Bone Tomahawk haunts me to this day. Really? Avia 27. I fell asleep for a bit watching it and woke up at the pit where they get captured and they chopped that dude in half. <laughs> Bone tomahawk was so good. So good. They got the guy, and that was the most violent scene, right? They got the guy splitting the <laughs> What the so good such a good movie yeah that scene in the cave is so grim so grim bave i don't think that's true i think that there will be blood is kind of a subversion of the typical american myth we get told about the noble front frontiersman i think the movie is saying uh, that this sort of expansion of industrial capitalism has always been tied to bloodshed to be honest uh, T PTA PTA was also writing this at the time of the Iraq war so the emphasis on oil seemed particularly relevant and the evangelical movement to me there will be blood is the birth of the evangelical movement in the United States as well as the oil industry the ruthless oil industry and how they're intermingled right and how they both feed on the ignorance of society right and they're at times in conflict with each other paul thomas anderson a courageous and genius director paul thomas anderson okay thank you for that yes it says that i agree with your interpretation on the other hand uh so uh, hang hangman hang mansion i don't know agrees with maple uh violet yes uh i agree uh yes yes it says that i agree with your interpretation on the other hand it also shows how progressive uh is made because of how progress is made because of men's like like him james dean yeah In giant jane dean passed away unfortunately and what an amazing actor halfway through giant it's a bit of a hot take but i think that it predicts a dualism good take Togue says to maple violet cool 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 yeah leonardo dicaprio i like leonardo dicaprio to a certain degree Uh, basketball diaries was amazing maple violet i agree to an extent But I think the film makes us question whether this is really progress or just simply expansion. To me, it's greed. It really defined greed in our culture. Greed of the people that want to control other people or want to control resources. And I didn't know the history that was written at the same time as the Iraq invasion. It came out in 2007, I believe. There will be blood. So for sure it would have been written a few years before that because it takes a long time to get the scripts uh, uh, approved right industrialism may be better lincoln was my favorite daniel i haven't seen lincoln yet i gotta watch it i've heard really good things about it just my interpretation what i meant is progress in the sense of how things develop So. Vicious haven't seen it yet. I heard he was super into his method acting during Lincoln Yeah, I've heard really good things about Lincoln oh, For sure There will be blood also by the way gang check this out. I checked IMDB and There will be blood the son, the actor. I forget what his name is in the is in the movie the Sun only has one movie in it credit to him in, on IMDb and I, I didn't check the wiki page or anything else does anyone know if his son in the movie has acted in any other movie I was amazed there was only one there was one other credit as well but uh, there was only one that I saw elder God I think the oil took a toll on Daniel's character Every time he won a victory with the oil he lost something personal yeah indeed yeah he just lost his humanity but he was that way to begin with when he was sitting there talking with his uh, brother he just he said he just wants to be left alone he doesn't want to talk to any human being he sees nothing in humanity that that attracts him right envious that's a good resume the son got that one movie only and then such a classic such an amazing movie and I saw the pastor as a major image of Daniel and could have been a good brother does he lie to his son at the end or does he tell him the truth he told him the truth bastard from a basket his son was just a bastard from a basket bastard from a basket by the way the three greatest scenes in this movie in my opinion is when the pastor the uh eli when he gives his first performance as as an evangelical christian where he takes the older lady's hand and says arthritis and does his thing wow 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 right phenomenal right the second most brilliant scene is Uh, Eli and Daniel Day-Lewis character when they bring Daniel Day-Lewis's character and before that when the old man is talking to Daniel Day-Lewis what a dynamic right but when Daniel Day-Lewis's character goes to church to be uh, born again right because it is the birth of the born again movement right to be born again and the interaction (laughs) between the the priest Eli and Daniel Day-Lewis oh my god I could watch that again and again and again and of course the ending scene of daniel day lewis and eli their interaction drain and drink your come and drink my your milkshake so good so good as well great experience great experience lark watching that uh, there will be blood in the theater i think that makes the film so great let's check this out great thought I like that, to Elder God, major image of Daniel Day-Lewis, Maple Violet. I think uh, think the thing that makes the film so uncomfortable is that Daniel's um, misanthropy is kind of sympathetic. Like uh, Paul Dano's character is so detestable that you're kind of on his side. (laughs) Paul Dano is the the preacher, right? Yeah, you end up hating him. Oh yeah, by the way, gang, here's a question. I, I, God, I'm so glad I remember to ask you this. Is there two brothers? Is there a Paul and an Eli, or is there just one? And did that did the preacher play both parts? Were they twins, or was it just him playing the part? Okay, what was it? Because at the end, Daniel Day Lewis, when he's talking about it, he says, Paul, I gave him ten thousand dollars and he has three wells going, and Eli is like, No, no, no. So I'm really curious about this. I haven't read up on this at all, right? I learned the word from the character trait in Chicho's streams misanthrope. I have to look that up. By the way, I don't know what it means. I saw the Room Blood in theater. The Room Blood was incredible. It's a drama that felt closer to a thrill at the time. Yeah, I love the scene where Daniel is uh, baptized. For the oil, for the oil, Elder God. So damn good. So damn good. Doctor, I'm gonna call you Doctor. Doctor Hang, man, Matt. If the end is the truth there does uh, then does that imply that the main character was a true devil from the start I didn't take that for some reason I am craving a milkshake a Catholic traditional says <laughs> me too I'm gonna go get one <sighs> vicious uh, to maple that's a great point and plays into the duality of an evangelical and oil barren Zach I just found your channel here do you always chat movies not always but we have today movie and on Tuesday we have movies where we're uh, what do you call it we're gonna pick the next movies we're gonna watch and then we're gonna do another movie stream movie club is something new that we just started this is our first discussion about movies that we had as homework to watch to talk about so many powerful powerful scenes so many of certicon i think it's just one maple so you think it's just one character must be him so you think there is no twin brother it's just him is so is he playing both characters or does he have dual personality that one is not aware of the other or one takes over the other i thought it was just one guy until he mentions to his father that it was Paul. See, here's the kicker. None of the other characters, Cheryl, in the family, acknowledge the brother, right? He says it was Paul, it was Paul, it was Paul. So is it because he has his, uh, what do you call it, when someone has multiple multiple personality disorder where the family is afraid of him? So because no one else, aside from Eli, uh daniel day lewis and his son and the other person but the other person doesn't he sees him but we didn't see how he reacts right those three characters are the only ones that acknowledge the existence of paul paul Daniel played both paul and eli yeah he did yeah yeah and i think daniel kind of always knows that it that in the back of his mind I believe they were twins. And he lied to Eli at the end about Paul's deal. Did he lie to at the end? I think he lied, but I have to watch that again. I always forget to keep note of this. Because if I remember correctly, Daniel Day-Lewis mentions, because Paul, when he goes in there, he says he wants $500. Daniel Day-Lewis says, I'll give you $600 if you... uh, No, and then Daniel Day-Lewis says, you know, I'll give you $10,000 if there's anything or something like this. And then Paul says, it's $600 now. So, was he lying? Did he? I got a feeling he was just pulling his strings, Eli's strings, just to poke his wound, right? I see. And the scene when he cast out the devil from the church and it. Pushing, pushing the viewer out. Then he turns back to the church, and Daniel is standing in the doorway. The devil, ta-da. So good, elder god. I love those scenes, man. I could loop those scenes. Toke says Absurdicon. I think he embellished the details of the deal to make Eli feel worse. Told Eli that he gave Paul way more than he actually did. Just my personal hunch. I think so too. But I always questioned that. I've sort of gone, oh shit, I totally missed that Eli and Paul could have been the same. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing, right? That would definitely be in the line with Daniel day Lewis's character. Yeah, because he lied to him. He said, yeah, sure, we'll make a deal. Just say uh, you're fake and there is no God or something like this, right? Maple. I think this is, uh, suspicion that he's playing both parts provides Daniel with a justification for his behavior because it seems he's not as deceptive as Paul Eli. So I guess I'm not entirely sure, but I think Daniel is convinced that it's one person. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cheryl Chicho. So the father is aware that he's got a major psychological issue, but never does anything about it. It fits, but changes a lot of my perception. Oh no, it looks like I'll have to watch it again, hooray. That's Cheryl, and that is the reason why I went to see it in the theater, aside from amazing soundtrack, amazing acting, amazing movie, amazing times, amazing release, right? At the Iraq war was going on, Bush Jr. was in power, It was an amazing time, right? But one of the reasons I went and saw it so many times, three times, back to back, was because I wasn't sure. I was like, wait a second. I did the same thing, by the way, with existence and uh, the matrix, right? Matrix, you could figure out easier than there will be blood. Existence was on the same difficulty level to figure out what was going on when the turn happened as there will be blood really yeah I watched it and I still am not 100% sure Paul and Eli were originally cast as separate actors and were not originally brothers in the movie Paul Dano was later cast to play both characters and they were written as brothers were they Kathy maybe the director decided halfway through the cutting to cut out all the pieces that really solidified That notion that there were two different individuals and they introduced the question right oh hell yeah I love existence yeah maple violet I love existence I love it and existence was came out at the same time as matrix and everybody was really going on matrix but I I consider existence to be on the same level as matrix and I like that film Uh, and I like that the film is about greed and power and how it can drive one mad yeah this show this shows how great this movie is it works on so many levels on so many levels elder god I love the small details as well like Paul proves to Daniel that there is oil on the land by saying no wheat grows there and when Daniel arrives He's offers some food and he asks for bread Ah, I didn't catch that one elder God I love the part when they're sitting at the dinner table where Daniel day Lewis holds the father's hand and he goes my son you know he's not well and stuff like this holds the father's hand and Paul is sitting there at the end of the corner and Daniel day Lewis is talking about quail and then Paul says what about the oil Daniel Day-Lewis he looks like he's so mad so angry that he was willing to reach over the table and just choke him right wrote new follower great goatee and look forward to watching your channel if you thank you very much for the follow ropey uh, ropey how do you pronounce your name ropey all our all our streams are not movies we go all over the place um, so I hope you appreciate what we do. Maple Violet, have you seen uh, Videodrome? Yeah, for sure. It's another Cronenberg that's very similar to. Yeah, Videodrome is amazing. Whoa, such a great movie, especially a period piece when it came out. Peace tree can get you killed. Peace tree can get you killed. Peace tree can get you killed. <laughs> because laughing <laughs> fun oh my god we're into two hours gang we're into two hours let's take it down let's take it down great discussion great discussion I love this and by the way if you appreciate this movie stream thank you elder god because he's the one that recommended we do these so elder god thank you for recommending a movie club stream I think this is going to be a pretty regular repertoire for us to do, because uh, man, there's so many amazing movies to watch, and some of us know some amazing ones that others don't, and vice versa, and everything, right? The milkshake by the fake brother, the mistake by the fake brother, Petri. oh, I'm missing an elder god, the peach tree dance. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> However, you like to pronounce it, I don't mind. But the true pronunciation is rope The E sounds. Okay, okay. Rorp. Welcome to our channel and our live streams, gang. Let's call the stream tomorrow. We do a comic book reading, eleven a.m. PDT, my time, same time as we started today. Okay, and we get to decide what we're gonna watch. Uh, on Monday I believe we're doing a relationship stream and on Tuesday we're doing movie club stream again where we get to recommend the movie vote on it and decide what to watch what the next movies are we're gonna watch it's hard to spot as it links in, uh, into a diary entry he read earlier oh elder god I gotta I gotta figure that one out enjoyed the new movie stream great picks great picks great picks gang thank you for being here mods thank you for taking care of business thank you for watching over things elder god thank you for recommending this everybody thank you for the feedbacks catholic traditionists thank you for giving us the background on some of this stuff right it gives us a perspective on what's going on uh thank you about the info regarding the soundtracks and whatnot okay you want to follow my work gang I'm gonna end with my intro and my outro I guess thank you Chicho. this was fun fantastic I am on patreon if you want to support this work if you want to follow this work patreon is where I'm sharing all that information patreon.com forward slash chicho ch y ch o I don't put anything behind paywalls everything's creative commons share share like you can follow after following for a while if you like the work if you do have the means, supporting this work through Patreon is the way to go if you can afford it. Okay. We are live streaming this on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash chicho live. C H Y C H O L I V E. If you want to participate in these discussions in the chat as we're having them, Twitch is where you want to be at. And gang, thank you for the follows. Thank you for the subs. I appreciate them very much. And it is a fantastic way to support this project as well and thank you for the discussion i do announce these live streams the scheduled ones 30 minutes before we go live on elo vk parlor gab's mine gab mines and twitter for now if you want to follow this work and some additional content that we're sharing there sharing additional information those platforms are a good place to start and the links will be in the description of the video and they are appearing on chat okay we will be uploading the audio of this discussion I got my lapel mic here onto soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash chicho y ch o if you would just want to listen to these discussions in audio format you can find them on soundcloud and you should be able to find them on your favorite podcasting platform as well including Spotify and we will be uploading this video to YouTube and BitChute okay and if you want to support this work if you want to subscribe if you want to turn on notifications bit shoot on youtube you can do that on the links will be in the description of the video of everything that i've mentioned here and if you're on youtube if you want to support this work joining youtube membership is also a fantastic way to support this project okay thanks for being here gang and if you can make it comic book reading tomorrow woo, woo, woo. let's do let's do let's see what we're gonna read I hope you have a fantastic Saturday, and I'll see you guys tomorrow or the next three days if you can make it. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can follow this work on soundcloud.com backslash chicho. C-H-Y-C-H-O. And if you like this content, you can support this work on patreon.com backslash chicho c-h-y-c-h-o aside from that i hope you have a fantastic day morning afternoon evening bye for now everyone